voting and money mm-hmm. has a lot of similarities. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like when when you can affect the economy, mm-hmm. people pay attention. Mm-hmm. 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 When when you can affect the outcome of a vote, yeah. people pay attention. Yeah, and so there's there's a term um, that we we use years ago. I call it exaggerated visibility. Mm-hmm. And exaggerated visibility is when you're you're not seen. You do something, you exaggerate mm-hmm. your your voice or your mm-hmm. look mm-hmm. to to make people pay attention. Yeah. Let's begin. Blank paper and pen. Stories to tell. Battles to win. Deep breath and count to ten. Let's begin. Let's begin. Let's begin. Let's begin. What up, folks? This is the Sit Up Podcast. I am Leroy Barber, along with our producer, Andrew Morgan. And y'all know, if you're following along this week, you know for the next 15 days, I guess it's down about 12 days now, uh, we are traveling to swing states around the country uh, in an RV. We have created what we call uh, the voter bubble. And uh, the voter bubble is four of us, myself, Andrew Morgan, Pastor Jay has joined the crew, uh, and Jess Bielman. And uh, we are uh, we're going to swing states and we're trying to amp up the idea of getting the vote out. Vote for the greater good. Uh, and so uh, we're in Detroit, D-Town, Michigan, Motown, uh, how, what, however you want to identify. Uh, and we're actually with uh, a pastor that I've known for a long time, uh, Pastor Beatty. And uh, he uh, he apparently like decided uh, uh, after working with the Westland denomination as a director of multi-ethnic ministries, to come back to the pastorate. And so, you know, I'm asking about that. Like, uh, once you're out, some people, they, never, they you know, they don't come back. So, But we'll, we'll talk about that. But Pastor Beatty, um, thanks for uh, hosting us and thanks for inviting us in and putting some local stuff together. Uh, but tell us a little bit. Um, I'm going I'm to I'm I'm grill you a lot here. But one, introduce yourself before I jump in. Introduce yeah, yourself. Yeah. Just Santis Beatty. Uh, have the privilege of serving as the pastor of Mosaic Midtown Church here in Detroit, uh, multi-ethnic, multi-generational, uh, multi, multiple socioeconomic levels. We're right in the in the city center and, um, and you know, been a blessing to be a part of this church for the last, uh, what, nine months and um, was prior to coming to Mosaic, was a part of the Wesleyan Church as a, as you mentioned, director of multi-ethnic ministries, but also was a pastor in Michigan, but I was on the West side mm-hmm, of the mm-hmm. state prior to that. And, and prior to being a Wesleyan, I was a Baptist. That's good. That's good. That's good. Roots. Saved in AME Zion church. And so, um, so, you know, sometimes went to a Quaker school for undergrad uh-huh. and a oh, United man, Brethren you... for master. So sometimes I don't know what you I am. Got you know all, what I mean? Bro. I think I got all, all the, uh, <laughs> I got a few more to cover, <laughs> but, um, but just glad to be in the city and um, really, seeing how God is moving here in Detroit and uh, blessed to be a part of a church that already had um, DNA that is really about community organizing and community development and um, being able to come on board and be a part of kind of taking the church to the next level. And uh, but also, you know, we we I stepped into this role in November. Uh, my family moved at the end of December. Two min, two months later, man, uh, COVID hits, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, and we all know, like, when you're new to a, a community, you know, you want to fellowship and connect with people, invite people into your home, be in the parks, all that kind of stuff. And as you can see, we're close to a fire fire station. <laughs> I'm sorry. The, 
But yeah, it's just hard to be able to connect with families, uh, build relationships with community. You know, this church already has uh, great partnerships. Like we're literally sitting in the parking lot of one of our partners, Mm -hmm. uh, the Children's Mm -hmm. Center right across the street um, that we do a great deal of of work together. Mm -hmm. Um, But trying to create those uh, connections as a new pastor, new city. And I know like, you know, people don't trust you right away. Like they got to feel you out. They got to figure out what your agenda is. And thankfully our church and our previous pastor, Pastor Mm -hmm. McVeach has a, has a really good reputation, but, um, but trying to build on that. Right. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. that's been difficult. (laughs) So we're just now getting back to the place. Uh, The children's center just reopened a few weeks back. Um, We were able to reemerge with our Sunday services a few weeks ago. So uh, we're kind of back in that, Mm -hmm. that rhythm. Mm -hmm. Um, But a lot of churches in the area are not open yet. Uh, They're still Mm -hmm. doing only online. So we're just praying about, you know, how God's going to do that. Yesterday, literally, uh, our uh, front steps were full of people um, because our assistant pastor, uh, Pastor Michael uh, Newton, and some of our our leaders and elders were out just kind of connecting, right? Uh, Out doing what we do. Uh, from food to clothes to finding out what needs are because we want to help meet the spiritual as well as the physical needs. And we're also, you know, as as uh, you know, making a push for voting, man. Like yeah. we, we yeah. want to register people to vote. We feel like that's one of the most powerful uh, things that we can do mm-hmm, in a mm-hmm, democracy mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. to practice um, that right. And so, yeah, being able to do that as well. Well, I mean, here we, here we are, right? And mm-hmm. uh, in case y'all y'all know that we are for COVID, for COVID safety, we're doing these interviews outside, so y'all hear some background noise and some fire engines <laughs> and whatever might might happen while we out here. Yeah, um, I kind of like it. It's kind of fun. And yeah, yeah, to, to to be doing them outside. So, but we are in Michigan, brother. Mm. Hot spot for COVID. Yep. Right. So you walked into that mm-hmm. uh, and swing state. Michigan is a battleground, brother. Yeah. And uh, uh, we need to get the vote out and we need to get black folks voting because mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. we can make a difference in these elections. Yeah. Uh, and so tell us a little bit about what's happening kind of locally uh, for getting the vote out. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, when you mentioned swing state, I think part of the challenge is, you know, uh, living on the west side and now living on the east side, it's almost like two different Michigans, mm. right? And, um, you know, when I was on the west side, it was very heavy Republican, right? And on the east side, it's pretty heavy Democratic, mm-hmm. right? And so um, so part of it is is knowing how to pastor people in different um, right. spaces, right? Mm-hmm. And, and being able to lead a multi-ethnic church and uh, encourage people to practice uh, what they preach, right? By, by living out the gospel, living out... Uh, what we what we proclaim. But I think right now, man, like uh, part of the challenge is voter suppression. Right. And and trying to, you know, help people navigate what sometimes they don't know that is happening. Right. Like mm-hmm. it's really hard for me to figure out how to get through all this mm-hmm. stuff. And it's like mm-hmm. that's actually voter suppression. Right. right? Like right. like it is it is it is real. Um, so some of it is kind of navigating that uh, verbally and, and uh, organizationally, systemically with people. Uh, the other reality is just, you know, helping them to understand, like when we're talking about politics, when we're talking about voting, like we're not telling you 
uh, how to vote. Like we're not trying to be partisan, but we are trying to tell you that how important it is for you to participate. So so we don't want partisanship in, in what we do as a church. We do want participation. So some of what we've been trying to do is, is register people on Sundays. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're trying to make sure our young people know about voting and mm-hmm. they're tuned in as as they grow older and, and will be able to do it themselves. So starting as young as we can, but also being able to reach the oldest person we can. Like right across the street from here, there is a hospital and there's a high rise. Mm-hmm. And we have several of our, our members of people who, who call Mosaic Home who are part of that uh, facility, who are part of that building. And so trying to help navigate how do we reach people in the building so that they know how to get to the voting uh, places and, and how to participate, right? So that's part of what we're trying to do. And some of it is just kind of your your uh, old school piece of paper, right. <laughs> pen. Right. Some of it is getting in front of a computer and, and trying to help them do it that way. Uh, other times is, is getting in one of our vans and saying, okay, for you, this is where you need to go. Like this is the location where you need to cast your ballot. So all those kinds of things are the things that we're trying to figure out oh, how to do. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, you know, uh, for folks in Michigan listening, uh, there's a pastor here that is going to senior high rises and getting folks registered, who's working with young people to get them registered, uh, whether it's on a computer or a piece of paper, um, get folks registered. Yeah. And uh, when does early voting start here in Michigan? I think early voting has already started, already. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yes. it's already yeah. started. So, um, so yeah, so it's 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 time, right? The time is now. Uh-huh. Now, yeah. the, what... What course did you take in seminary for voter registration? <laughs> yeah, I don't remember that course. I don't, I don't think advanced theology mentioned anything right, about voting. Right, right. right. Yeah. But, well, you know that's often uh, some of the criticism we're, we're getting right now, right, is mm-hmm. we're pastors, we're working in denominations and all this kind of stuff, and we're out here trying to get uh, mm-hmm. folks in swing states to vote. Mm-hmm. Um, no, that wasn't covered That wasn't covered in seminary, right? No. Um, no. But we can see some underlying you know, themes around justice and, yeah. and good for all people and, and these kinds of things, right. That, mm-hmm. that voting brings, yeah. uh, voting's a first step in our opinion. So, yeah. um, yeah. So tell us, tell, so you, you actually moved here from mm-hmm. North Carolina. So you went weather, from yes. one swing state <laughs> to another, a little bit warmer, yeah. but tell us a little bit of like, you've been in both of those places. What, what do you see similar? And what do you see different? Yeah, I, th- I think they're similar to Michigan, North Carolina. There are two North Carolinas, mm. right? There's mm-hmm. the North Carolina of Jesse Helms, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and there's a newer North Carolina emerging um, that, mm-hmm. um, you know, that was part of Obama's uh, mm-hmm. presidency and being elected. So I think um, I think the challenge is the same, right? It's, it's, um, and, and what makes it difficult right now in a swing state is you don't, you don't have the opportunity to go to door-to-door the same way. Right. Right. Like right. I think right. part of the challenge is, you know, when you come to people's door, you know, they ain't nobody opening the door. Right. And so you got to figure out another way to connect with people, another way to invite them in. And so a lot of churches and a lot of organizations are figuring out a way um, to do things in parks, mm-hmm. which is a lot easier in North Carolina. Right. Mm-hmm. Because the weather is a lot better uh, here in Michigan. It's there are probably more parks in this area than there are in North Carolina. So it's figuring out where where are people mm-hmm. at. Right. How can you how can you connect with them? Um, I think the other piece is um, utilizing the larger spaces. Right. Like mm-hmm. so, you know, whether it's high school, um, you know, sports, you know, football stadiums or you know, professional sports arenas. Mm -hmm. And so connecting with some of those spaces also to try to begin to help people to understand these are places you can go to Mm -hmm. get, to get on track. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think the, the reality is, is two, 
there's two different um, experiences in both yeah. states, and 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 people are are struggling to find out what's really true with all of the rhetoric that's that's going on right now, and and some of it is difficult to talk about in the church mm -hmm. because you can't you can't be partisan. So, yeah, I, I, those are some of the similarities I see. Well, you you sitting in the heart of it, bro. You sitting like right in the middle, right of yeah. um, of, of of COVID, being a pastor, trying to figure that out. And then trying to figure out how you get folks around you. Mm -hmm. uh, we are right, literally right in the middle of Detroit, yep. right in the middle of a space um, um, that that suffers if if voting for greater good doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so tell us a little bit about that. What like like what is what is what does voting do for people? What do you what do you see come together around just simply saying, hey, let's let's vote. Yeah, I think, man, big thing is it's it's easy to feel invisible mm. in this mm. community. Um, it's, it's easy to feel forgotten, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, abandoned. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and, you know, even even uh, people that, you know, we you know, as we start looking for staff, like one of the challenges is, um, you know, what people think about Detroit, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? What they've right, heard right, about right, Detroit. Right, right, right. And Detroit has had its share of challenges, mm -hmm, right? It's had its, mm -hmm, its mm -hmm. share, uh, but it's the people who who stuck with it. It's the people who stayed. It's the people who helped rebuild. It's the people who helped, um, you know, continue the legacy, continue mm -hmm, the narrative. Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. I think I think one of the biggest challenges, man, is just the, the feeling that what, what I do won't matter. Right. Right. You know, right. and um, and trying to like unlearn that or re-educate mm -hmm. on that, mm -hmm. and uh, and you know, I hate to use the word empowerment because that's so cliche, but mm -hmm. just a sense of there is something you can do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like mm -hmm. there, there are things you can participate in that may change the landscape of what happens mm -hmm. in this city, mm -hmm. but also mm -hmm. change the landscape of what happens in the state in this yeah. nation. And so yeah. uh, a lot of that is you know just sitting down with people, chopping it up, like literally mm -hmm. before I got. Uh, came out here, man, just chopping it up with a young cat, right? Mm -hmm, he's, mm -hmm. he's you know, in his 20s and, you know, gifted, um, but also needs to have those kind of conversations, right? right? Like, right, like right, what are you right. doing with the the access and the power that you have? Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm, uh, and then, you know, in about an hour, we'll have our youth group here meeting, mm -hmm, right? And how are we communicating with them about uh, who they are and what they, that you have a chance to, to choose who leads this this state right, and this nation, right. and and more specifically this city? So, um, so I think that's a big piece yeah, is yeah. is uncovering the lie of being invisible, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm, uh, the feeling is very real, mm -hmm. um, but you're not invisible, yeah. right? And so, I think that's a big piece. I think the, the second piece I would say is is um, education, like and information. Mm -hmm. Like it's not just good to go vote; it's good to educate yourself on. All the all the candidates, mm -hmm. what they stand for, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, you know who's who's in your area, mm -hmm. right? And um, but also the the larger movement of what's happening around the nation. So it's it's bigger than just Detroit, mm -hmm. right? We're, we're, mm -hmm. We definitely want to make sure we organize for Detroit and voting for the people who will represent what mm -hmm. we're about. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But we also need to be thinking about that and studying that and educating ourselves on that nationally as well right. and so we're not limited right. to just the city but we got to think about that on a broader scale cool. as well so education and and getting beyond the the invisibility is a huge mm. piece of the, of, of the puzzle. i like that i like that voting is visibility right mm -hmm. uh mm -hmm. and a way to way to make yourself visible to make the way to make the community visible yeah. right is yeah. is get out and and make your voice known through your vote right mm -hmm. uh that's that's good i really i really like that. and people you know like what i found 
voting and um, money mm-hmm. has a lot of similarities. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like when when you can affect the economy, mm-hmm. people pay attention. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When when you can affect the outcome of a vote, yeah. people pay attention. Yeah, and so there's there's a term. Um, that we we used years ago, I think it was an organization down in New Orleans called the People's Institute for Survival and Beyond. They call it exaggerated visibility. Mm-hmm. And exaggerated visibility is when you're you're not seen. You do something. You exaggerate mm-hmm. your your voice or your mm-hmm, look mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. to make people pay attention. Yeah. And yeah. some would even argue that um, some of the rioting that happens mm-hmm. in our in our mm-hmm. in our cities mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. is an extension of exaggerated visibility. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. you don't see us, and so you're gonna see us now. Right. And right, I'm not right. endorsing a rioting. I'm just saying it's a byproduct of uh-huh. sometimes feeling invisible. Uh-huh, you know, uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, King said that rioting is the voice of the unheard. Yeah. Right. Often. So so I think some of it is. Um, is is helping people to understand that there is something you can do. <laughs> um, access that in a in a healthy way that that um, represents Christ, mm-hmm, right? That represents mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who you are. But also, don't be afraid to push back. Don't right, be afraid to make right, some noise. Right, right, and right. Uh, don't be afraid to address injustice. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Just as there's a lot of injustice as it relates to the economy, there's also a lot of injustice related to voting. Right, so, right. So, yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, so tell us tell us how um, folks can get in touch with you. And 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 to folks in, in Michigan, in the Detroit area um, where uh, we are, we're we're you're a swing state and we're going, hey, y'all get out here and y'all mm. make something happen for the greater good. Yeah. Um, how can folks get in touch with you? Yeah. So we're we're at 80 uh, Alexandrian, West Alexandrian Street in uh, Detroit. Um, you can also go to our website at mosaicmidtownchurch.org. Um, you can, you know, follow me on uh, Facebook or, you know, mm-hmm. at just Santee's Beatty. Hit me up there. Mm-hmm. Um, like we have a, a great team of people here. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and and they're they're a group of people that really want to to know him and make him known. And mm-hmm. um, and part of um, living out of our expression here in the city is is really meeting needs where people are. And mm-hmm. this is one of those seasons where being able to participate in voting and helping people nice. get get to the polls is a huge part of that. So, um, so there are a lot of great churches in Midtown, a lot of great church plants. Matter of fact, one of them is meeting in our building tonight. And so, uh, yeah, we're, we're right here in the middle of it. And, um, and, and we're, we're thankful that God has allowed us to to be a part of what he's doing here. That's cool. I appreciate it when, uh, you pull up and a pastor says, Hey, y'all park in that lot and walks across the street to the giant hospital. (laughs) Um, and walks in and people know mm. who you are and they give you a pass and say, yeah, whatever, whatever mm. you need, Pastor. That's mm. that's the kind of church and pastors yeah. that we need. So mm. thank you, Pastor Santos, no for, doubt, for your work and for what you're doing yeah, thank uh, you. here thank you. in Detroit. And if y'all got family, we're trying to connect all of this stuff, right? Mm. So if you got family in Detroit, uh, you need to call them up. Make sure they register to vote. Uh, and if you got family in Detroit and they need to come check out Mosaic right in the middle of downtown, come on down mm. uh, and check out Pastor Santos and the work uh, that they're doing in the community around here. This is the Sit Up Podcast. I am Leroy Barber. Thanks for tuning in. Let's begin. Let's begin.